Good afternoon. The name's Benji Goldstein and I'm here from Colmar. Hoping you've had a really lovely afternoon. The weather is 82 degrees Fahrenheit and we've had a lovely busy day with some Bogrim, uh, some Nitsunum and just now uh, some Sharashem. It's five o'clock and it's time for the Beatles program. So the first song I'd like to play is, of course, the 1967 classic, The Fall on the Hill. And this is from the album Magical Mystery Tour, of course. This is, I think, the second song on that album, one of McCartney's finest, featuring, of course, a, I think, a recorder that really, well, anyway, you'll know when you hear it. This is The Fall on the Hill by Lennon-McCartney. Day after day Alone on a hill The man with the foolish grin Is keeping perfectly still But nobody wants to know him They can see that he's just a fool And he never gives an answer But the fool on the hill Sees the sun going down And the eyes in his head See the world spinning round Well on the way Head in a cloud The man of a thousand voices Talking perfectly loud But nobody ever hears him Or the sound he appears to make And he never seems to notice But the fool on the hill Sees the sun going down And the eyes in his head See the world spinning Shows his feelings But the fool on the hill Sees the sun going down And the eyes in his head See the world spinning
That was the Fool on the Hill song from the 1967 album Magical Mystery Tour. Now, the first story I heard about this song was it was about someone that Paul McCartney met on Primrose Hill, which is a very famous um, hill in London overlooking lots of the sites. Um, although he, he did say that he wasn't too sure if it was about that or about figures such as the, the Maharishi, which obviously they visited the following year in 1968. So, you know, some very fascinating stories there. That the music video for this, uh, McCartney flew off by himself to Nice and took a cameraman with him and they shot a video with just him uh, basically dancing on a hill. So that video is a bit odd, you know, it's, it's very kind of of that time in the Beatles career I suppose but I think the others probably didn't react that well to, to, to it and I think the, this attitude of McCartney going off all by, by himself, uh, which continued by the way in the White Album sessions with the recordings of some songs such as Blackbird certainly did not stand him in good stone with his fellow band members and uh, there's been many arguments that it is action such as that that created the tension which ultimately did lead to the breakup of the Beatles in 1970. There's many stories especially with the release of the new Get Back documentary. Certainly lots of the traditional narratives are being rewritten but it's certainly all good stuff to consider. So I'm going to go to another song which was about the same time a tiny bit later. This is of course Lady Madonna by the Beatles.
so that was uh, Lady Madonna by the Beatles, uh, music by Paul McCartney predominantly, and then the lyrics uh, John Lennon contributed to quite a lot as well. This was supposed to be about a working class mother, which I suppose as Liverpudlians was quite relatable to them. A working class single mother who works impossible hours. Certainly that that riff as well, that bass guitar riff is incredible. You know, some really wonderful uh, saxophone playing on that song as well. Couldn't tell you who's playing the saxophone on that song, but certainly very um, very iconic for that time. It really marks a shift away from the psychedelia they were experimenting in in 66 and 67 to more traditional back to basics, you know, back to their roots kind of music, which I suppose paved the way for the rock, the White Album sessions and also the Get Back sessions, the Let It Be album, I suppose, Abbey Road, ultimately. There's a promotional film for this, which was actually not them singing this song. It was them singing Hey Bulldog, which they used the studio time to record when they were supposed to be shooting this promotional film. So it's really a case of killing two, um, two birds with one stone with this. But one of my favorite songs by them, certainly the bass in this song is just incredible. I, I really, really love it. Anyway, this is um, And I Love Her, the version from the Hard Day's Night film. I hope you enjoy. I give her all my love That's all I do And if you saw my love You'd love her too I love her She gives me everything And tenderly The kiss my lover brings She brings to me And I love her A love like ours Could never die As long as I Have you near me Bright are the stars that shine Dark is the sky I know this love of mine die and I love her stars that shine dark is the sky I know this love of mine will never die and I love her
and I love her by the Beatles a wonderful fine example of the from the hard days night album I got the I got, so I had the film version but I think it is the same as the album version so forgive me for that really really a fan of that song my favorite I think from that album I do love a hard day's night but th this is such a wonderful example of a McCartney composition you know really uh, genius actually really really amazing I think they only performed this live a couple of times they didn't add this to their live set which I don't know why they didn't do that it, it was certainly one of the finest songs from that film but anyway I want to play a song from their let it be album an album which was the source of a, a lot of controversy in terms of the way it was edited and produced by Phil Spector and all the the, the wall of sound that he added to it and, and in fact I think for this particular song I do prefer the Phil Spector version although lots of other songs on this album I do prefer the Phil um, the, the, the let it be a naked version which was released in 2003 by McCartney which included musical footage recorded for that album which wasn't basically overproduced so songs like the long and winding road from that naked album are for me much better than the overproduced phil specter version but i mean mine i do prefer the phil specter version but different people have different opinions um with regards to that anyway this is i mean mine uh the 1969 uh, let it be version produced by phil specter and of course written by george harrison i hope you enjoy I'm in mine, I'm in mine, I'm in mine Now the frightened are leaving it Everyone's weaving it Coming on strong all the time All through the day I'm in mine I'm in me,
That was I Me Mine by George Harrison from 1969, the album Let It Be. He brought this incredible song into the studio and it was really overlooked by the other Beatles. I think John Lennon simply went to the corner with Yoko and they started waltzing and McCartney kind of turned a bit of a blind eye to it, which I think was testament to the the number of great songs they were churning out because at the end of the day, it was up against songs like Long and Winding Road and Let It Be, but it was also testament to, I think, the, the egoism which, in fact, this very song was about and, and had to address within the band. I Me Mine was very much influenced by George Harrison's Hare Krishna philosophy. He wanted to address the problem of egoism in the band, all the money troubles which were going on as well, so all the court battles. He wanted to address that with this song, and I think he does a sterling job. The middle eight bit, so that's the bit with the drums, wasn't originally there, and you can hear original footage of this song without that. He just goes into some kind of, you know, mediocre guitar riff, but I certainly think the drum bit adds a bit of you know, punch to this song. Really, I'm a big fan of this song. I think whilst we're still with George Harrison, why don't we play Old Brown Shoe, which was also from the Let It Be sessions. And it's probably one of his most, one of the Beatles' most underrated songs. You know, it's, it's very low-key. A lot of people don't know about it, but for me, represents one of the finest examples of his songwriting. Not the finest. I, 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 I certainly have strong opinions about that. But Old Brown Shoe, ladies and gentlemen, by George Harrison of the Beatles.
Old Brown Shoe, written by George Harrison during the Beatles. And to think this was the B-side to the Ballad of John and Yoko, I don't really know what they were thinking here. But a really exa- fine example from George Harrison's uh, com- composition, uh, compositions in 1969. They recorded this originally in the Get Back Sessions, which was January 1969. They did spend a lot of time on this song, though they decided in the end not to actually record this for the Let It Be album. Though they did revisit this when they needed a B-side to, as I say, the ballad of John and Yoko, which this is a much better song than that. I, I don't quite know why. They decided it. They, they made a few strange decisions, but look, at least the music was released. It's all there, and a lot of people take a lot of appreciation from this. A quick word about the style. This is heavily influenced by the ska style. This is kind of a, a reggae predecessor, which originated in uh, Jamaica. It leads on to reg- reggae kind of in the 70s and 80s, and this is certainly influenced by that in terms of the key signature and the the time and the rhythm, partly in the ska style. Not not entirely, but but partly. But yeah, this was another one of his songs, unfortunately, that, that seemed somewhat overlooked. Um, such as you know all, all things must much must part pass which was the name and of his first solo album was indeed a, also a song on that album he played this i think during the white album sessions and the let it be sessions and they, they simply got rejected by the rest of the band and i think this was an example of egos clashing they all obviously i mean they, they were the the, the Beatles I mean how could you not have egos in such a, a behemoth uh, group of people I think it's a, I think it's a shame but at least we did get to hear his songs albeit as solo solo works but just to think imagine if All Things Must Pass was released as a proper Beatles effort or you know a lot more effort was put into his I Me Mine or uh, th- this song or, although to be honest I think Old Brown Shoe is great as it is so I don't think that's entirely fair but anyway that was Old Brown Shoe by George Harrison again a big fan of this song so I think what's what on the topic of George Harrison let's play one more this is from his All Things Must Pass album his first solo album released in oh I think it was 70 or 71 1970 or 71 although I'm not too sure about that I have to check anyway this is the very first song from that album this is of course I'd Have You Anytime
being here I know I've been here Let me into your The song from the All Things Must Pass album, 1971, that was, although this song was released in 1970, I think as a single. It was actually co-written with Bob Dylan as well, as he had a bit of a friendship with him going uh, on at the time. Quite an unusual al- album opener at the time. It was kind of a gentle ballad and albums weren't normally open like that at the time, but certainly they were. he was one of the trendsetters, so that was completely okay. So I know this is a Beatles half an hour, Beatles program, although I did think that we can also allow some Beatles covers as well. This is one of my favourite Beatles covers ever. And this is uh, Joe Cocker. And this was, I think, from the late 60s. I think this was released in 1969. I think he played at Woodstock, possibly. Although, don't quote me on that. But this is, anyway, this is his cover, cover of uh, the song, the Beatles song, with a little help from my friends. Do hope you enjoy. Sing out a key. Yeah. Oh, baby, how do I 
Actually, no, that song reminds me of when I think it was the Jimi Hendrix experience performed Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club band, the song. Uh, I think the weekend it was released. So, I mean, what what a form of flattery that is. Literally, the weekend the album was released, they performed it in one of their concerts. So that's what this song reminds me of. Although, obviously, this was released in 69, so a fair bit. Fair, but after it was released by the Beatles about two years because the Beatles once it was released in 1967 that actually does bring us to the end of the program I really hope you guys enjoyed if you have any music you want me to review or any Beatles songs you particularly like do let me know we do have a telephone as well so you're very welcome to call us on 845-832-6622 if you're outside the camp or if you're inside the camp all you need to do is dial 128 guys thank you so much for listening to the program this has been Ben it's been the Beatles program. Bye-bye.